Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Just like uh, hog hunting. Right. Like, you know, for me at least. I mean, I've always wanted to do it. I think it would be a blast. But it's like, eh, oh, yeah. not one of my first hunts that I think about when I plan a hunt, you know, or want to start planning a hunt. Right. Dude, I've honestly um, <clears throat> been looking really hard into, like, hog hunting and stuff and just Texas hunting in general. Yep. Because like, when, when you say hog hunting, you're thinking the South, obviously. Yep. Like, yep. Texas, Oklahoma. Kansas think, or Kansas, something. Yeah. I think of Kansas because I had a couple friends go to Kansas and they had a blast. Yeah, right. But when you really say hog hunting, it's Texas. Yeah, when yeah, you think about basically, it. yeah, helicopter hog hunting. Yeah, badass. that'd be awesome. That'd be fucking dope. That would be insane. Yeah, but it's uh, one of those things where you think about it and you think about it and then you put it away and it's like life gets in the way and like we're working, you know, full time jobs. We have families and everything else, and you're ended. You end up just not doing it. No. And also, I don't really know. I have a couple friends in Texas, but. I don't know if I don't know how good their spots are for hogs or what, but maybe they're awesome, maybe they're not. Maybe they're just like Kyle's here where you might see some, you might not. Right, yeah. If I'm gonna go to Texas all the way down to Texas for hog hunting, I'm wanting to sit a feeder yeah. at night with the thermal and have see like fifty hogs out there out. and just start <laughs> fucking laying the dick down on them. That'd but, be awesome. Um but Matt. Matt Moon. Yes. This is who I'm talking to. Hello. <laughs> so we were talking about all that stuff, and I just hit record when we were just bullshitting because I was like, yeah, it's probably a good combo. But um, best friend since Since we were a long we time. little lads. Yeah. So 
that's who I'm, that's who the guest is today, and we're gonna talk some stuff. But I do want to talk about like Texas. So I was looking going back to Texas. I was looking into it at work. We we're slow, and I was looking into like Texas exotics and stuff. Yep. Man, ever since going to Africa, I was like, dude, that'd be so sweet. Uh, and then I started th- thinking about like hunting in Texas because I'm like, yeah, it gets a bad rap with some people because maybe they don't understand it or maybe they think it's cheating or whatever else. But it's, it's high like, fence or, you know, yeah, high fence. It is high fence. It has to be high fence in Texas if you have exotics because. But a lot of those places are so big, so too. Big. I mean, it's. I, I hate when people say high fence on certain aspects of it, you know, because. Some places are freaking huge, like 10,000 acres or whatever, you know, and you have, I don't know, that's just, you have a lot of acres down there. Yeah. And it's like, when there's a difference, in my opinion, between high fence hunting and canned hunting. So, like, high fence hunting, it yeah, it can be feeling like you're cheating to an extent where it's like you see a lot of animals and there's just ultimate, there's a unlimited amounts of opportunity basically but then there's canned hunts where it's like you go on the website you talk to the outfitter and they're like okay i'm i want to shoot this deer this 264 inch buck i want to shoot that deer and then that outfitter is like okay we'll shoot that deer and then they go find that deer and they push it into a very small area of the ranch right so that, that that animal could be out running around doing its thing, then they go with their buggies and end up put, like basically pushing it, whether they trank it or what, whatever they do, and they push it into a get it into a very small area. We'll say maybe ten acres. Then, and then that deer doesn't know what's doing. Then the fear goes off. It's like, well, fuck, I am hungry. I haven't eaten for a while. So they walk over there and they shoot this deer. Yeah, like, oh, I'm the best hunter in the world. It's like, well, that's a canned hunt, and that's completely different than your high fence hunts where you could have ten. 15, 20,000 acres, some are hundreds of thousands of acres. It's like, do you think that you're ever going to, like, it still takes some skill and it's still hunting, in my right. opinion, because I mean, they, still they can go anywhere. It has the instincts. Yeah, yeah, and they can go anywhere. It's like, that's such a big acreage that it's still hunting. Yeah. You know, yeah. just not the same kind of hunting that you do where it's all low fence or no fence operate, like, no fence hunting. Yeah. But it's like, dude, if you go all the way to Texas, say you're living up here in Iowa. And you go all the way down to Texas to hunt. It's like, dude, I want, I want opportunities. Yeah, I so, want, I want to pretty much guarantee I'm going to shoot something big. I, I want a guaranteed opportunity. Yeah, and that's what they're providing in those situations where it's like, you know, if you go out there and they put you on, you know, get you on four or five different animals and you whiff every shot, then it's like, well, we can't guarantee success, right? But we can guarantee opportunity, and that's that awesome. You should have shot more. Yeah, you should have practiced. You should have practiced more. You should have been a better, better hunter. You know. And there's so many different ways, you know, like they have elevated tar blinds over a feeder and that stuff too. You can do that or you can do the, you know, sit in a water hole. You can do that if you want to, or you can run around spot and stock. Like there's the opportunities are endless. When I was looking into it, it's like, you can do whatever you want. What do you, what do you think about doing? Like what animal? Yeah. I mean, fucking axis deer would be badass. I was badass. just going to say axis deer, yeah. deer would be awesome. Axis deer would be badass. Um, there's, they have this what is it like a black buck those be badass yep. it's like a an, an african Looks impala like a, yep. type looking deal it's a, those are one of my favorite animal, but, actual yeah. african animals yeah black so, buck yep. the, the ones with the long horns uh they got yeah they got longer spirally looking horns oh no um, i'm not thinking of black buck then i'm thinking actually, of gems buck oh, okay yeah, maybe buck, i don't know 
they're bigger and they didn't go to africa yeah. well the black buck actually now i'm thinking about it, I, I don't think the black buck is african i think it might be pakistani now i'm thinking about it google it because i'm it's like black like the top part of it's black and the under part is white it looks pretty fucking badass and they're smaller but that'd be pretty cool too Basically, you can go down there and hunt these exotic animals that if you go to... That's the, that's the one I was thinking of. Okay. I... Well, maybe not. It is... It looks like it. Let me it's, see it. It's sexy. Show it to me. Oh, hold on. Show it to me right now. Oh, fuck. That was terrible. <laughs> yep. Yep. That's what I was thinking of. Mm-hmm. I think it might be... Um, might be Pakistani. Is it? Oh God! One of the one of the searches coming up is like it says black buck, and I put live like where does it live? And it came up as like black buck lives matter. <laughs> I'm oh, like, no. damn, that's that's a good one. You are on my phone, so it might yeah. be scary on the search engine. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think it's even really necessarily worth looking up. <laughs> Someone listening wants to tell us where the fuck a black buck came from, if it was Africa or Pakistan, or maybe we're both wrong. Maybe it's somewhere completely different. Maybe it's, but I don't really care enough to really look into it right now. Yeah. And all they know is they look cool, and they probably taste good. And you can hunt them in Texas. Yep. I, I would like to do that. I would like to do, uh, I, I'm going to butcher the name, Nagal or... Or not a jaw or whatever the nil guy nil guy that's, yeah that that'd be badass it. too. I was close. You're pretty close. I think, yeah, those things are fucking badass. They're big too. Yeah, they're real big. Yeah, for an antelope. Yeah, it's like or goat the, or whatever the hell. It's goat. I think it's antelope in the antelope family. Yeah, one of the two. I don't know. I, I, don't just, know. I just really want to. They're big. <laughs> and they're cool. They got short horns for a yes. big ass animal though. I think I just seen. It might have been through working class. I don't know. I seen it on Facebook. Um, the world record hmm. just got shot not too long ago, and I think God, what was it? Someone was scoring it, so I don't know. Hmm. Can't I don't remember either. where I seen that at, but I don't know. All right. It was that'd be pretty cool. A very large nine-inch horde, mm-hmm. I guess. <laughs> yeah. All I know is that uh, I was. I think uh, Joe Rogan just went and shot a nil guy with Steve Ranella. Did not he? too long ago. So it's like if when it comes to Texas hunting, if like the if like the biggest voice on public land, hard hard hunting, eat everything, but blah, blah 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 guy can go and hunt a Texas ranch and have fun and be open about it. It's like everyone can. Everyone can enjoy it and have fun and have a good time. And that's really what it boils boils down to with hunting. It's like I don't really ever want to be that guy that's just like the way you hunt sucks. Yeah. And the way I hunt is much better than the way you hunt. So I'm not going to respect you. It's like everyone just does their own thing. Man. Yeah, for sure. There's there's a lot of people out there, though, like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Matt's first podcast. So if he gets a little quiet there, it's because he's too far away from his mic. Yeah. But <laughs> I, I relax a little too yeah. far back. Um, but no, I think it'd be fun. And there's not a whole lot of places in Iowa to hunt with a rifle. Besides late season doe, yeah. the late season antler season, or if you're new. coyotes or coyotes, but it's like so many rifle guys end up being predator hunters yep. up here because it's the only animal you can hunt with a rifle, like a center fire rifle. Yeah, It'd be fun. Yeah, I've never done it. I'm gonna do it this weekend, though. I think 
I'm hoping to join you. Yeah. Well, be you're a, welcome. Be a blast. It'll be fun. Never really done it. I've been, I guess, an opportunistic coyote hunter where it's like if I'm out there hunting a deer and a coyote walks by, I'll shoot it. Oh, yeah. I just haven't, haven't done it yet, but I will. I did it once. I had a, it was a funny story. <clears throat> I was uh, out deer hunting, pushing, and uh, mm. didn't see a damn deer at all. But I had a coyote run out in front of me and stop at like 30 yards looking right at me. I'm like, what the heck? So I pull up on it. <laughs> shoot. Thing drops. I'm like, nice. So I walk up to it. I'm like, where did I hit this thing? Oh, I must have hit it in the neck because I seen blood on the neck, you know. Yeah. And like, perfect. Neck shot. Must have went right through, hit it, you know, right through his neck. And that's why he dropped. So I grab him, start carrying him out. And uh, I can feel his, like, body, like, tensing up. Muscles tensing up. I'm like, what the heck? This thing isn't dead yet. So I'm like, <laughs> oh, whatever. He's probably his last, you know, twitches. Carrying him out. And <laughs> it started growling. So then I, I'm like, okay, this thing's still alive. I put it down. And it was. I knocked it out. I skinned the top of his head with a slug. Oh no! Shit. I don't know how it didn't kill him because I mean a slug. Well, it's big. I mean, it's a big, heavy yeah. bullet. It's a. F- hey, were you were you shooting? Uh, were you shooting? Uh, I was shooting slugs? the federal uh, rifled. Oh, like a rifled slug. Rifled are, slug. Like, yeah. like, if you want to put it in caliber terms, it's like 70 cal- 70 something, 75 or something like that. Or something, something like that. Yeah, something like that. But it's big. Yeah. Yeah. You just skimmed it and knocked it out. I don't know how, but yeah, I just skimmed <laughs> the top of the head. Yeah, that would be fucking gnarly walking back with a. I mean, I, I've heard the story before, but it would be gnarly walking back and the coyote just comes back to life. Yeah. Like, Holy I mean, shit, it, dude. It wasn't like full on, like, it was a live, live. I mean, right. eventually it did pick its head up when I was like, holy shit, it's still alive. But I, it was, for one, and that's where I was going to go with this, is I thought I shot him in the neck. Mm-hmm. Well, I found out that it actually had a snare around its neck that it broke off, but it was still really tight and, like, choking it. So mm-hmm. it was, like, cut up the whole neck. So that's where I thought I shot him. Oh. It, was, it was actually a snare. Mm-hmm. So... That's where I seen the blood and why I seen the blood, I should say. Yeah. But uh, <clears throat> and maybe that's another reason why he just dropped. I shot and he skinned his head and he's like, I'm just going to take a nap. Like, fuck it. Yeah, I'm tired. It's game over anyway. <laughs> this thing is not coming off. Right. <laughs> so I ended up, you know, putting him out or, you know, euthanizing yeah. him. Yeah. Put, putting him down. Putting him I'll down. Say. Yeah. You ended up putting him down. Yep. And then you had a coyote. I had a coyote. Was that your first coyote? It was my first coyote I've ever shot and the only one I've ever oh, shot. Oh, nice. So. And I, I've I've missed them. I've shot and missed because yeah. I'm notorious for missing with everything. <laughs> You're good at shooting. I'm, I'm good at shooting. Good man. at pulling the trigger. <laughs> yep, I, I, I'm good at it. Well, like growing up was one, it was like a inside joke that we always had with like, you. Like if you have bullets in your gun or rounds in your gun or whatever yep. else, they're not going to be if something comes out. Yep. I think my yeah. We don't need to go there. I guess <laughs> I, I shoot a lot. Yeah. I shot a duck once 16 times. Jeez. Yeah, it was. It kept diving on me. Oh. It was actually well, my, sense, my so. only ocean duck I've ever shot. Oh. I wasn't used to them diving. I mean, they as soon as you... They can like see the pellets coming or something. They dove mm-hmm. every time. But yeah, I think I went through 16 rounds before I completely annihilated his neck. And then I couldn't mount him. I was very Damn. upset and sad. But that's one of those things where, you know, we're younger... Yeah, I was, I think I was 14, if that, when I shot that 
I shot a surf scooter, a white wing oh, surf okay. scooter in in Iowa. So, That's crazy. Yeah, he got lost for sure. Um, got, yeah, they, <laughs> they are they are they find them or they they do migrate through the Great Lakes often. Okay, there's a good population through. I don't know where they, they just go right back to the ocean or what but they there is a lot on the great lakes and i'm guessing that's where he came from why is that like why why do they, so why is it that they migrate that this far inland i guess um just uh i'm guessing it got real say? foggy and he came this way yeah all right uh, but like, why would they even go to the great lakes area why don't they just stay in the ocean if that's what they like well they get that cold there the Great Lakes isn't too far from the ocean if you follow the river up. I mean, yeah, but still, I, I, I mean, don't I'd know. Just be chill on the beach, probably. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I know. I know you can go and shoot surf scooters in the Great Lakes. I believe so. you. I'm just saying. If I, don't I was know. a duck, I wouldn't be doing that. <laughs> so I'm like, if I already got given the opportunity to be a uh, ocean duck, I'd just stay in the ocean. Yeah, and take my chances with the shark. Jumping they just they like deep me. water. I think they can dive up to like twenty some feet or thirty maybe feet. Dive mm-hmm. up to it. So, food, yeah. fish. Still yeah. feel like there's a lot more food in the ocean though. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe not. Maybe not the Great Lakes are very food. A lot of food there. I don't, <laughs> I, I don't know what to say. <laughs> there's a lot, there's, there's there's a lot food. of food. There. Yeah, there's probably food there. Yeah, but um. Wanted to ask you too. So, season wise, yep. how'd you go? How'd you do? You shot a nice buck during bow season. I did. Yep. Mm-hmm. I uh, shot my, well, I thought it would be, well, it probably still is my biggest bow kill. Mm-hmm. So, that, I was happy, very happy with that. Um, Yeah. I mean, had a good, good year. I mean, that was a very exciting rut. Yeah. I had, it's probably one of my best ruts I've ever had. Mm hmm. That's uh, so. I, talking to a lot of guys, they. God damn it. Yep, I, I'm struggling, you guys. I'm struggling me right now. <laughs> but um, talked to a lot of guys, and it didn't seem like it was that good of a rut this yeah. year for a lot of guys. I've heard that a lot too. But yeah. man, was it! It was fire for me, man. Yeah. So walk us through a little bit. So, what the fuck was so cool about it? How many bucks did you see? You went out. So when did you go out? What day was it? Oh shoot! When I shot about? my deer? Oh, uh, yeah, like when did it start getting good? Like when? I think. Um, remind me, but I think I got mine on the fifth or eighth. I think you got yours on the eighth. I got mine on October eighth. Yep. So I missed the rut completely. You missed the rut, but yeah. I, I was because I was like almost a whole month ahead of you. Yeah, I want to. I, so I, 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 I think it was a fifth. I think it was a fifth. Fifth? Okay. Somewhere around. There. I, I think it was a fifth when I sh- I missed. At my first du- uh, buck, and that one, uh, that was a very good buck for me. I mean, yeah. it was pushing probably 135s. Yeah. And, and my, my buck was, I, I scored it. I'm not a, you know, scorer by any means, but I scored it at uh, 114. And that's my biggest bow kill. So, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm perfectly happy with that. I mean, oh, yeah. But, I, I've talked to Kurt a lot about this when I was on uh, the Working Class and Deercast episode yep um when people listen they're like oh you guys are in iowa and the biggest buck you kill is a 114 yes like we're not we we don't have not that part of iowa we're not (laughs) yeah we're not southern iowa we're not in that we're we're close to some good hunting but at the same time it's like in our area um we don't own land we're just hunting permission pieces in public and it's like 
up here. It's like if you get permission on a piece, then ninety percent of everybody yeah, else. Everybody can else do. does too. Yep. So we're hunting pretty pressured deer in a pretty pressured area with in a spot that does, is just not the best um, deer habitat. You'd yep. say either. There's a lot of food here. It's basically all ag ag, yeah. ag ground. With river bottoms and creek bottoms that they like to sleep in and if hang out in. I, if I go through a whole year of checking cameras and I don't have another person walking on my camera, that's a good year. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's ever happened, though. I always I have cameras or pictures of someone else. It's always somebody on it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, but it's not like we're not hunting that part of Iowa. No. We're hunting a completely different part of Iowa that is a little bit tough. It's more, more I guess, more similar to Minnesota hunting. Like... That central Minnesota, central Minnesota, because yeah. that's kind of where we're by. Yeah, so then, yeah, yeah, we're central. Iowa, yeah, so. central. Iowa. So it's like that's the type of shit we're hunting, and it's not like I don't know one fourteen. It's a that's a nice buck. Yeah, it's, you know it's a nice. I mean, I was buck. damn happy with it. I mean, yeah. we can't can't complain with that. So. Yeah, if you end up pulling the pulling like releasing on a deer, then you got to be proud of yep. it. You can't be like, oh my god, it wasn't big enough, and I suck, and whatever. I was like, you can't second guess it. You yeah. ended up shooting the deer be fucking proud of yourself for doing it and you right. don't ever have a problem with it next year predominantly they go you know you always say hey, i'm a meat hunter anyways yep but you do like to, obviously you're gonna shoot I, a bigger buck yeah if you can yeah I, absolutely you know, I, just, gotta, I plan on not shooting i i plan on getting bigger every year you know yep. so next year it's got to be at least 115 yeah <laughs> should be doable yeah yeah and but also you don't like it <laughs> i feel like it almost like hurts you to have a tag, yes, filled. yes, it does. It I, hurts you down to like a like a cellular level where you're just like, it pains you to be like, I have this tag in my pocket, yep. <laughs> and I can't, I didn't fill it, and I get now I'm pissed. Like we, that's <laughs> absolutely true. I mean, uh, my between my, me and my kids and my wife, we we last year we ate five five. I don't know, two years ago we ate five full deer. Mm-hmm. Last year we had six deer in the freezer, and we ate. Just about all of it. And mm-hmm. then this year, we ended up putting, I think, six on in the freezer again. I think so. So we're right there where we need to be. And yeah. that's what I need to have to feed my family. Because we don't, we don't need beef. We don't yeah. ever buy any beef groceries or anything like that. So Yeah, it's, I mean, it's not that Not that bad. I don't like beef. I love yeah. beef. It's just, hey, this is something fun I can do that's really cheap for my family to eat, feed on. So. Yeah. I mean, it's... Break down like that. It's, it's cheaper to buy beef. Eh, don't tell my wife. <laughs> when you put when you put it all into, if you weren't a hunter, it's cheaper to buy beef because you like all the equipment you have to buy to go hunting and then tags, and yeah, then the processing I've, and all that stuff. But I've you process every, <laughs> yeah, you process you process it all yourself. Too. Yes, yes, I do. But uh, so you, you I'm actually making sticks right now. Yeah. Well, they're curing, but yeah. but you know, if you're already a hunter, then it is cheaper just to shoot more deer if you can. Yeah, I mean. Definitely, yeah. I, and I enjoy it. So, yep. it's my favorite thing. You got a big do. family, so you got a lot yeah. of mouths to feed. Yeah, uh, three boys and a girl on the way. So, yep. and my and my beautiful wife. So, and then you, and you're not. Exactly. And me, and I'm not exactly a small <laughs> child. <laughs> no, <laughs> uh, kind of large. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, aren't we all though? When it comes to that, maybe yeah. not all, but me, I'm also not a small guy. Yeah, but uh, so yeah, I and mean, you had a. Really good post. What, what else, like, what made it such a good rut, though? Like, so, what you were talking about. Because a lot of guys were having problems. Like, why do I don't you know. think what I happened? just, I must have had, did my homework right, I guess, and was sitting in the right spots. And um, I grunted in and rattled in uh, two 
different bucks that were both very shootable for me. Mm -hmm. You've done it before. I never had them respond to grunt and rattling the way I did this year. I think that's why it was so great for me. Oh, okay. So you just come in all bristled up. Oh, man, they came in running. Yeah. And I, it was awesome. I've never had – it was like turkey out now. You have that gobbler just, you know, beeline for your decoys. No. I didn't have a decoy. But, oh, yeah, you wouldn't know because – I've never shot one over decoys. Yeah, because every time I take you out, I fail. So yeah. I failed the last three years. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't fail. No, you didn't. I did. <laughs> I failed you. Right. And then you ended up – Shooting one. Yeah, without me. Yep. Which – and I was really hoping I could get you into turkey hunting and, you know, teach you my ways. But all I've done is show you how not to do it. And you've been doing great by yourself. So Yeah. If we're going to segue into turkey hunting like this, um, <laughs> what's funny about turkey hunting is that he, you did get me into turkey hunting. Yep. And you brought me out. And what did we do? We did uh, second season and then fourth season, I think, that first year. Probably. And then, so second season, we went, we went out. We are sitting in a spot and we are in our blind or a little makeshift blind that we that you built yep. and we're sitting that and we had some turkeys across the river that wouldn't really commit. And then we had one eventually come in like on the side of our blind and it's by you. So you shot it. I don't know. You have a better memory than I do. Yeah. I was down by that. that spot that we don't hunt anymore. That we're not allowed to anymore. Hmm. Down by the river. I'm not going to drop names, but... Down by the river. Where we, where, where the where we had the quack shack at. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. God, okay, gotcha. Bless it. I forgot about that, man. Yeah. That was a long time ago. Well, that was my first season. That was my first turkey season. Was that before you... This is 2000... It, it had to have been 2018, or 2019, because it's the year I got back. Dude, I... I don't know, man. It's been a while. <laughs> Anyways, you shot that turkey. I'm like, oh, cool. That's turkey hunting. Yeah. We were talking in the blind... <laughs> And they're over there. I'm like, can't we just like they're? Can we just like go to them? No, we can't. And you're like, no, because it's really hard. They have really good eyesight. They're very skittish. You can't just sneak up on them. They're not like deer. You know, you just can't. You can't. It's just, you can't it's just sneak up impossible. on them. You did, I think you did say it was impossible. Like, yeah. Huh, okay. Anybody well. that tells you it is possible, they're they're liars. Yeah. So I was like, okay, Matt says it's impossible. So I'll sit here and wait. And we waited forever. And you shot that turkey, and then second season came and went. And here comes fourth season. And then I was like, I'm just going to go out by myself and just see what happens. And I go out on this piece of public land that I had no – I've never turkey hunted before. never been there before. Been there before. I mean, I, I grew up kind of in there, right. but I never hunted it. Yeah, right. I never hunted it. There was a cabin out there that yep. we'd stay in. You used in to go uh, trout fishing there. Yep, I used to do trout fishing there. And my Uncle Buck would take us out trout fishing. He'd get drunk, and it was a good time. But – um. Uncle Buck. Yeah. That guy. Guy. But um, we fucking, I went out there and got there super early and I'm sitting by my vehicle. I'm like, I, it's like 400 acres of public. And I was like, well, I don't know where, where I'm going. So I'm just going to sit here and wait because they always gobble in the mornings when they're on roost. So I waited and I was like, oh, I don't know. It's starting to get light. I didn't hear anything. So I just started walking the trail a little bit, like nice and slow. Just listening. We didn't hear one gobble. And then I heard one gobble. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. It came from that direction. So I just kind of started walking that direction. And then they started lighting up a little bit more, gobbling a little bit more. And I just kind of kept walking. I just got to a, I got to a spot where I thought I was close to where they're roosting. Sat down, I sat down on this tree. Thought, like, yeah, okay, yeah, this might be a good spot. I went and put my single hen decoy out there. And um, 
I sat back down. I God waited. Bless her soul. Yeah. God. What's her name? Yvonne. Yvonne. Yvonne Lawn. <laughs> there you go. Charlie named yeah. her. But uh, so I set her out, and I'm sitting against the tree, and I'm clucking a little bit, or doing, you know, calling a little bit. I'm not exactly the world's best caller. I'm no Michael Waddell or Mark Drury here, but I'm doing the best I can. Mm-hmm. And they're responding, so I'm like, that must not suck that much. Right. You sound so, like a bird. I sound like a bird. A, probably a turkey. A hen of some sorts. Yep. Yeah. So I'm sitting there calling them, and then, um, next thing I know, fucking across this river, there's a damn shutter come strutting on in and he's walking goblin walking back and forth across the riverbank and i'm watching him and i'm he's i know he sees my hen he's just mm-hmm. sitting there strutting in front of her he's trying to get trying her to, to, get her to, to come, come to him, to him. Yep. and he's are stubborn like that. yeah he just wouldn't come across i'd give him it, it, he'd stop and he'd kind of like look around and be like what the f-? maybe lose an interest a little bit and he'd kind of start wandering off and i'd give him one of those little and then he'd come back and start strutting again. And we kept that up for a while until I'm just like, fuck it, dude. I slithered down on my tree. I got my belly. And I started low crawling through this through his weeds. And I kept poking up. And he'd still be over strutting. I'd put my head back down. Start crawling again. I got to the edge of my side of the river. And he's sitting right there. So I just, blamo. Oh, I man. fucking shot him. I snuck right up on him. Just and banged shot him. redhead right there. Yep. First time. Shot his ass. And then he took off, like, kind of, he didn't stop and drop and flop. He took off running. So I fucking stood up and was like, dang it. Like, I knew I hit him because I saw him fall and then start running. I'm like, fuck. And I'm looking and I see him come up from this little, <laughs> this, like, uh, little thick area. He runs across, and as he's running, I'm like, doosh, and I fucking dump him on the run. <laughs> and he f- ends up falling in this mud puddle and flopping in that. Yeah, he was he looks, very ugly. That's why he looks like shit. And he looks better now. He looks, like, yeah, I mean, he's in the living room. His fan is. But yeah, so then I shot my turkey. I'm like, oh my gosh, I just shot this turkey. I snuck up on him. Something Matt said is impossible. It, it is still. Uh, you're lying. Yeah, so then I did that. I told Matt about it, and he's like, fuck you. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, Basically. No, it happened. And then... It happened again uh, last year. Yep. I fucking stuck up on one. Sneaking up on turkeys and yep. proving me wrong. But basically what I'm saying is every turkey I've shot, that I've actually shot, I've never called in. Right. I've never had over decoys. So I don't know how exciting that is. I want yeah. to someday. I, I just haven't. I hope this is the year to do it because I love it. I mean, I've never, I don't think, ever snuck up on a turkey. I, I think back to my archives. I don't think so. But, uh, and I know it's not, I was joking when I yeah. say it's impossible and you're a liar, but it, it's possible. I just was taught to go out, sit, wait for them to come. And if, right. if they don't, then move to a different spot. I never did the spot and stock a turkey. I mean, I know it's possible. My dad mm-hmm. did it. I mean, my dad can do it. Anybody can. Yeah. So. I've, I've shot three turkeys and they've all f- been killed because I spotted them and I snuck up on them and then got close enough and then ended up. They either wandered out in front of me or I made like the second turkey I shot was I snuck out and I saw him out in this field and there's this piece of like a little peninsula of cover coming out of trees. So there's that, you know what I'm talking about, yep. what this property is. We hunt it together and I went on the top side and then just dropped down through the stuff and started sneaking in there. And by the time I got down there, they were off the field and I'm like, damn it. And then I looked over there on the neighbors because this is like pretty close to the property fence line 
I'm sitting there watching, like, okay, they're just over there. Like, it's not that they, when I say they're just over there, I mean, I could have shot them probably 10 times over, but I didn't want to sh- obviously shoot them from my side of the fence right. on their side. You know what I mean? Yep. So, like, I just need them cross this little driveway and in, back into the field that I can hunt, and then I'll shoot them. And they just never really did. And I think I got, I was trying to shift my way a little bit, and I scuffled the leaves with my foot. Mm-hmm. And they're like, Burp. what's that? What's that? And then they came walking over, like, hell yeah, dude. And they came walking right over, and as they were getting curious, a fucking orange cat came running out right next to me and walked in the field. I'm like, damn it. And the turkey's like, I'm like, damn it. Matt told me that's not a good sign. Um, and so they were like putting at this cat. The cat just walks right past them, and they eventually wander back, settle down. They come back out the field. Or come out close to that little driveway, but they wouldn't want to come across. So I was like, just did it again, moved the leaves, and then they fucking just came right across the road and walked like right up to my face. I'm like, fuck. So then I had to grab my shotgun from this side of me and pull it up. I was doing it really slow. There's this Jake right in, like, right in front of me. And he just kind of like, because I was in some thick stuff, and he just kind of like saw, he must have caught my, me moving. He picked his head up, and he's like, Kind of like turned it down like he's look trying to look at me, and then the Tom I see the Tom's head pop up right behind that Jake. So I'm like, Kaboom! I'm like I'm like right here, like almost like a hip fire situation. And I'm just like, fuck it, I just drew real fast, almost like a clay pigeon. I'm like, doom, doosh, and just fucking blasted that Tom right past the Jake, and then they took off. I'm like, that Jake is probably like, what the fuck? I probably blew his eardrums out. He's like, I've seen some shit. I've seen some shit. <laughs> yeah, some PTSD after that. And I shot that time. I'm like, oh my God, I just shot another fucking turkey by sneaking up on it. Mm-hmm. Like, you do it once, it's like, I, okay, fine. I, you do it twice, I'm like, there's something here. I still think you're the luckiest goddamn turkey hunter there ever was. Yeah. I did it again last year. <laughs> yep, you did it again last year. <laughs> fucking crazy. I'm not saying it's impossible. And hey, maybe that's a lot, how a lot of people do it, but <clears throat> not me. I, I mean, yep. I, I would like to get a little bit more mobile, mm-hmm. but I mean... And if they're not gobbling within a hundred yards, even try to get closer. I get that. Like I, mm-hmm. I'm all about that. But. Yeah, but you're still set up. Yeah. and sit. I set still up sit, set, up, yeah. set up. Or get close and then sit. Yeah. I don't. I don't like when I when I get eyes on birds. I usually you sit. sit there and yep. wait. Yep. yep. I don't. I don't try to close the di- the 150 yard distance at all. Yeah. If I see them, you know, if they're long ways out, maybe I'll try to get a little closer, but. Mm-hmm. I have never had good luck getting too close to them. And obviously, you're not gonna unless you're reaping them. You're not gonna you're not gonna do that in the middle of, in the middle of a cut cornfield right. or cut bean field. You're not gonna do that. Right. I had the these situations. I put myself in these situations a little bit, but also it was just chance of being like I I think I get close to that turkey this way. Mm-hmm. Then well, we did out. it last year before you shot right. yours reaping. Not we reaping. Did, we but, tried that. Well, that yeah, we, I guess we did where we did have that, but we we tried to get closer with it. Sorry, yeah. we tried to get closer with it. So yeah, with the decoy, we did some crazy shit last year. Yep, we yep. tried some reaping. And I heard that was cheating. Yeah, I, I I've heard that too myself. I've yeah. had some pretty awesome experiences doing it. I mean, I haven't had the the really good ones that you see on TV, but I've had some pretty cool experiences mm-hmm. doing it. Yeah, I heard it's cheating because it makes it 
too easy, but it didn't work for us last no, year. I've I've never had it actually work. I've had them run in, but I've well, one time I was doing it with a bow by myself. It was, I mean, that's got to be near impossible. Well, when guys are doing that, they're doing the like the predator decoys or the heads up decoys where it attaches to your stabilizer. No, I'm just saying that's, that's what I different. did. I did that. Oh, you the, did with a bow. You attach it to your stabilizer? No, I was walking. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. That's what I'm saying. Like when you're bow, when they're doing when you're that. reaping with the yeah. bow, you have that turkey decoy attached to your bow. So then when they come running in, then you're drawing and they don't, you know, it's not like, oh shit, let me put this decoy down, make it look realistic. So and then stay behind the decoy, try to make my big ass body fit behind it to right. draw and shoot, you know, because I'm assuming that's what you did. That's what I, I did decoy. basically. Yeah. I was, cause I was walking up a really steep hill. I was actually walking back to the truck and I walk up to the top of this hill. I seen turkeys like right there. I'm like, oh shit. So I put my decoys down my decoy down and they already seen the decoy because i was holding it in front of my face and whatever and walking up this hill they seen it and by the time i kneeled down stuck in the ground they were running to me and i had it stuck in the ground sitting behind it and i'm just like oh what do i do they got came right up to the decoy and i mean i had them here to the wall away five yards away at least if not closer and all i could do is pull back and Fling let one go. out as fast. Yep, pull back and let go, man. <laughs> That's all I did, and I I did it, and I lost an arrow and didn't get a bird. Yeah. I think I actually skimmed some feathers, but that was it. I don't think I even hit body. Yeah, nervous wreck. I was young and you know just missing. That's what I do best. Yeah, it sucks when it happens. Yeah, but what do you do? Well, practice more. I <laughs> went out bow hunting turkeys one time, and I'm just not gonna lie. Just not a huge fan of it. It's it's so much better shooting him in the head with the shotgun. It is. I feel like turkeys are meant. To, I think Joe Humphrey said this once, but they're meant to be shot in the face yeah. with a shotgun. Birds are meant to be shot with a shotgun. Yeah, they are. Yeah, exactly. Just birds in general. Right. Like, it, it's cool when you do it with a bow. Yeah. Like it's neat. But it's like, man, I don't know. I just, <clears throat> it's just something about it. It's like, yeah, it just feels right to it shoot does. with a shotgun. It just feels right. Yeah. I like it. And I like being mobile. I like being able to go out there with my old fucking Mossberg and let it rip. For sure. Yeah. Nothing better. No. Well, there's... Yeah. In springtime, there's nothing better. <laughs> Debatable. <laughs> I know you're a bird I'm guy. A bird, we, big bird guy. Yeah. Bird nerd. I really like my turkeys. Yeah. Like turkeys, like waterfowl. Yep. Like ducks. Yep. I did want to... <laughs> so, do you remember why I told when I told you why turkeys gobble? Yes. I still believe you're right. (laughs) So when they gobble, they're trying to catch your wind. Yep, they're trying to smell you. They're trying to smell you. Yep. Every time a turkey gobbles, so they're doing their checking the wind. Yeah. So you got to be careful when they start gobbling. (laughs) Hunker down, man. Yeah, you better check the wind and make sure it's still in your favor. Yep. Mm -hmm. Maybe spray some of that cover scent on. (laughs) Yeah, get your milkweed out. Make sure it's not (laughs) drifting off into (laughs) into their little nostrils. Yeah, you wouldn't want that. Uh, that That would... That would suck if turkeys could smell like deer. Like it'd be really. Like, oh yeah, that'd be hard. Yeah, it'd be very hard. But it'd also be very hard like, if deer had the eyes of turkeys. Yes, it would. Holy fuck, that would be insane. If they could well, see I guess it. they'd be pronghorn. <clears throat> yeah, that's true. Basically, pronghorn got really good eyes. I think pronghorn have like nine power. I think. Basically, I've heard that somewhere. What, whether it's true or not, I don't know. Right. I don't, I'm, I'm no not one a knows. I wouldn't know. No one knows. But. When I was in New Mexico hunting them, 
I was over a mile away yep. watching them. Like, there's no way they're they going to make them skittish. Yeah. No, they can't see me. But then they ran. I'm like, they're gone. And then it's like, there's nothing else around yeah. here. I, I went to South Dakota, and it was insane how well they could see. It's nuts. That's one. It's a fun hunt, though, man. Yeah. Was, I, a blast. I would, so many if I could them. go back every year, I would. Yeah. There's so many of them. Oh, yeah. And so many fucking pronghorns. So many, so many. And when you get into a state that has pronghorn, there's a lot of mm-hmm. pronghorn. And it's fucking, it's fun. But man, they are just a completely different species. I just hope the drought last year and everything didn't really put it, I mean, I know it did, but hopefully yeah. it didn't mess them up too much. Something would be fun, because uh, to go out back out, to go out to South Dakota with you and write, write the previous year's wrong. You know, right. that'd be awesome. Get some fucking actually shoot one. Be nice. Yeah, yeah. Shot one with that my right my rifle on that show and uh, hunt fours. Yeah, which you know that was a good time. Yeah, it was like fun to do it with a bow too. I just watched it last night yeah. again. Yeah, was, my, with my son, it was a blast. <laughs> yeah, he liked it was, that. it's his way of trying to stay up. No, oh, of course, yeah. <laughs> yep. If I'm watching your show, then I guess I get to stay yep, up. So yep. I want to watch hunting. Mm-hmm. Oh, or I think he actually said, I want to watch shoot deer. Yeah, but would he have said that at like noon? No, he earlier when I first started because I watched uh, Joe um, Merchant. Oh yeah, am I saying that right? Yep, yep. I watched his um, his mule deer, uh, mule deer one. Yep, yep. that was freaking awesome, dude. dude that, that, was that show was awesome. That was gnarly when. <laughs> Was his team Texas that and got their deer shot out from under him by team by Utah? Was it no or uh, no? Lambit or something? Oh yeah, those ones. Yeah, the father daughter team. Abbott, 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 Abbott. Abbott. Yep. yep, yep. The father daughter team. Yep, Great they shot them. that deer, that mule deer, out from under the Texas guys. He didn't. He his daughter definitely was pushing him along. I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Good for him and her. But yeah. He's she, like 100 years old. Yeah. I think he was 50-something. Might as well be 100. Right. But good good for him to bring her because <laughs> yeah. she was like, I'm sick of driving around. I, she said yeah. that at one point. I'm like, yeah. I nice. would be too. Nice. I remember those days. Yeah. it's. I mean, it's good to do. It's good to, do, it's good to go out and drive around and get your bearings. Mm-hmm. But, man, you're not going to. You can't do it all five days of the season. No, where they hunt. You know, then what? You just went out to a different state to and drive, drive around. around. And like, that, that sounds things? like fucking yeah, fun. No, that's not like, I think there's one team, Team Thick and Thin, the the fat guy and the skinny guy, on that show. They, <laughs> they, that's what they did. Yeah, they just thick drove and around. Thin. Yeah, yep. thick and thin, fat and skinny. Um, they, that's what they did, and they ended up. I think they ended up wounding that deer, not finding it. Yeah, and that was the, the end of their story. And then Team Utah shot the little. one. I mean, I would, I'd be happy with it. I team Texas. I don't think there was a Team Utah. I went against a Team Utah. Yeah, you're right. I don't think there was a Team Utah. There's, I think the Abbott team, they're from they're Utah. They're from Utah. Yeah. So there's Texas, Thick and Thin. I, I can't remember. Texas, well, Thick matter, and Thin, but. Merchant. And, yeah, that was it. Four of them. Four yep. teams. Merchant. Yep. Abbott. Abbott. Fat, Skinny, <laughs> Texas. Yeah. Yeah. And then Texas went out and shot a small buck. Yep. Joe went out, shot at a small buck, and missed every time. Went and back. Everything happens for yes, a reason. It does. Yep. I love that. That's, yeah. That's good. And he went back and 
figured out his gun lock, like he fucked it up. I wish he would have said that in the movie down. Though, or in, the, in the show. He probably did, but they just put it in there because yeah. like, well, we got four other guys, we gotta fucking put it yeah, on here, right? So they gotta be fair, or whatever. But, yeah, whatever totally. I mean, he. I mean, yeah, everybody makes mistakes. Should have checked his windage, but I probably would have. I would have been like. You know, yeah. I don't shoot guns as much as you, so I I never would have probably thought of that that my dope was off or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, I checked. Trying my... to sound way smarter than I am. Yeah, well, it's just you got check, you just got to check your turrets. So, yeah, yes. check your turrets. Make sure they're on zero. Yep, zero zero. You always me personally. I, wherever some people go out and they hunt and they check their wind, get their little. Some people have a Kestrel wind, basically. A, you know, tells you is is a little weather um, dilly wop. Tells you like weatherometer. Yeah, sure, we'll say that weatherometer, <laughs> and it tells you the. <laughs> just make up another word. Yeah. <laughs> like altivation. <laughs> yeah. Matt likes to make up his own words. I do, but and they all make sense. Yeah, altivation does make sense. <laughs> it's elevation, altitude. Put it in the one. It's great. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> so the, the weatherometer. Um, some people have those. Kestrel makes a good one. That's, we use. Uh, we I think the snipers in the army. I think our guys do <laughs> kestrels. Also, and Team Utah had a Kestrel when they're there. They're all geared out. They're decked out. They're all gear, gear queered out and ready to go. But um, they're short and stubby legs. Yeah, but I always check my stuff every day and make sure that's on zero because I always like to start. Oh, that's what I was gonna do. I always like to start out zero, which every year zero is if it's a hundred yards zero, two hundred yards zero. I always start at zero yep. and then dial before the shot, just like you're bow hunting. Yeah, you don't ever know, so you, just keep you it on zero. You don't just I mean, you, you have your, you know, whatever you have it set to for your bow, 30 yeah. yards or whatever. You don't ever have it dialed. Like if you're shooting a dial. Yeah, you don't you don't have it set at 60 just in case. You never know. Yeah. <laughs> you always have it set at like 20. I'll, I'll dial back to 30. Yeah. No, that, no one does that. <laughs> yeah. So the same situation with guns where I always have it zero, zero. But some guys, they do go out there right away, check their check the weather and their weatherometer. And there's like, okay, we have a 15 mile an hour. South wind. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna dial that dope right now. Some people do that, or some people dial their windage. I never dial my windage yeah. because I always get. I just like. I just rather hold I feel off. Like it would change too much. That if you if you'd moved it, you'd want to check it before you. I mean, even if you've seen something, you'd want to check it again. Well, the thing is, you can never gauge the wind exact. Right. You never know because when you're in spot A where you're shooting at, and then animals in spot B. It's gonna be you don't know from you to him. if you're if you're shooting cross canyon. Say you're shooting at a a full value crosswind, right? right. It's gonna do different shit in a canyon if you're shooting cross canyon. Right. So what I do is when I'm shooting, I just I take my initial wind guess, right? That's what it is. It was wind guess. You're you judge your wind and you say you think it's about this. And then I just hold off. I just like I just like to do holds on wind. I dial for yardage in hold for wind is what i like to do okay some people dial for wind i like to hold for wind it's just it make, seems like it makes more sense to me because then i'll just hold it's just me this is me i don't know what it is but um i just hold off and shoot and good hit good hit if it's not a good hit then i'm right there they get the first thing after a shot is i was just as fast as i can get another round in the chamber ready to go and watch and see what happens. That's false. I've seen you shoot a muzzleloader. Oh, that's a little different. <laughs> it's one shot. That's all you really get. At least you're but, shooting. Yeah. But honestly, when it comes to rifle shooting, too, that's why, in my opinion, also, um, 
400 yards and in is like, that's what I like to be at for rifles. If I'm hunting with a rifle, nope. you know, obviously it's just, uh, I don't know. Uh, it's just, that seems to be about the best. Cause then you can hold just basically dead on. If you have a really hard, really fucking like a full valley crossbow, like I said before, then you're going to hold a little bit, but is the bullets not going to drift that drastically in 400 at 400 yards. Can you hear me breathing? Am I, do I have this too no, close fine. yet? Okay. No, you need to be closer. Do I? Yeah, you need to be like right up on it. Okay. So I'm hoping it turns out well still. Might not. Well, if it doesn't, then it's just it is what it is. Try to I touch it too much either. Just struggling here. Man, so, okay. Well, it's nice having you on, buddy. <laughs> it, was, it was great being <laughs> it was here. It's fun while it lasted. Uh, never come back. Hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt. Whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load. Without the right boots, you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge. At Midway USA, we make selecting boots for your next hunt easier. With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important, like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings. For just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Yeah, I just I feel like I was... At first, I had it buried in my face. No, that's what you want. You want it yeah. right up in your face. Okay. You want it right up in your face. I'm not used to... And you can talk. Big black things in my face. Holy fuck. I didn't mean to say that. There we go. Yep. Now, you're, now you're off again. Yep. Double kicked off. <laughs> I have to cut that one. Something's happening now, though. Is it touching your beard? It's touching, beard. Hold it up a little bit. There Can you it? go. There you go. Not down in your chin. Have it like in front of your mouth. You know, the hole that you speak out of. <laughs> I love you. Yeah, I love you too. This podcast wouldn't be the way. It, I expected it to go like this. Yeah. A lot of human error. <laughs> <laughs> On my side. Yeah, a little bit. It's yeah, like, oh. well, no, one, no one can be perfect. I sure am not. <laughs> oh. But uh, before, <laughs> before that, <laughs> what were you talking about? Shooting, and holding, stuff. holding. And yeah, we shooting. covered that. That's fine. Yeah. Um, I did want to talk to you. I did want to ask before we got off topic with the turkeys a little bit. Which that's fine because I'm really looking forward to turkey hunting. Yeah. Because winter sucks. I I can't be more ready right now. We are in the heart of uh, winter, so it's like I'm ready for it to be over and start shooting turkeys. Yeah, this next week's gonna be brutal. It's gonna yes. be negatives. Yeah, I think it's supposed to be like. A high of like negative cold as, one, cold as fuck is what it's supposed to be. I don't yeah. like that. No. When I'm when ready. when hunting season's over and it's like this bad, it's like, what is there to live for? What's the point? Right. When I'm when I'm deer hunting, I'm like, hell yeah, cold front, cold front. Oh yeah, nice. Yep, nice. Get excited. <clears throat> when I'm not deer hunting, I'm just sitting here at the house and I have nothing to look forward to besides what I'm having for supper. Yep. Then and it's I like, mean, fuck this cold, dude. I'm done. I'm ready for it to be done. Yeah. The cold can just stop after deer season. Absolutely. That'd be fine And it that. can stop snowing, too. Yeah. Dude, the snow is fucking stupid. It's so stupid. I almost couldn't make it here because your driveway was almost blocked in already. Bullshit. I just shoveled that thing out. Well, it's very narrow. My truck is... It's very narrow. <laughs> I shoveled the bare minimum. <laughs> yeah. Dude, it just drifts so it bad here. so bad. It's like a six-foot drift in front of your driveway. Yeah, I don't have a fucking grove... I don't have a wind block here. Nope. I didn't put a wind, snow fence, which I'm going to do next year. Nope. But it's like, man. This is your first 
Winter here, right? No. No, it's not. I've, yeah, definitely not. No, <clears throat> I've been here a while. He just didn't learn a lesson because he didn't have snow as much. It was just the wind, dude. Right. We've been having these west winds blowing the snow straight into my fucking house and over my driveway. And just, and just drifts up right on my driveway. And I wake up and then I get pissed because I have to shovel now. Because I don't have a fucking snowblower. I don't have a skid loader or a tractor or anything like that. You got a... You gotta, I have a back. You got a back. A broken ass back. A broke ass <laughs> back. Yep. they're shoveling. What you should do, because, you know, your grove, that you do have a grove. It's just very... Not a good one. Very groomed. Yes. You I'm just sure. need to let it go into CRP, and that would be a little bit of a... You know, not CRP, obviously, but like, let it grow up. Let it let it grow. I am. Okay. Cool. I am. It just hasn't gotten there yet, man. No. I thought you mowed it last year. No. Oh. Ashley tries to go mow. She's like, I don't like the way it looks. I'm like, just winter, Ashley. <laughs> it's a, we need a grove. Yep. All right. But yeah, the previous owners, they mowed it. Mowed in yep. between every tree. And it's like, fuck, dude. It looks nice. It looks it nice in the look summer. Nice in but the in summer. the wintertime, it, it's a pain. Blow my brains out. Yep. Blow my fucking brains out. It's like start a shotgun. <laughs> yep. Not actually. Like, don't kill yourself over winter, but it's just it's. It dre- is depressing though. It's a dreadful time. It is sometimes. Wow, we went south again. Yeah. So deer hunting was fun. Um, yeah, it was a blast. Mm-hmm. We went out and oh yeah, you didn't told me why like during the ride. Anyways, fuck it. It's, it's, we're over bow hunting now. <laughs> It's too far away. Um, we, but we did go out and we did some late muzzleloader yes, fucking did. doe hunting. Mm-hmm. We both shot deer. Yes, we did. Yep. It was a blast. That was fun. We hauled them out a long ways and Again. a lot of ice. Do you like late season doe hunting? Is that a thing that you like <clears throat> yeah. to do? Yeah. I, I like it because, I mean, I can get extra does. Right. But um, it's like, I guess that's... I like it because it's that time of the year where you can you can go out and do extra hunting with mm-hmm. extra for with extra tags. That's probably why I like it too. Yeah. But I mean, I, I definitely. I mean, I love hunting, so I mean, it's. I some, like it. Yeah. yeah, some people are like all get all, get a little bit bent out of shape about ah, you're killing you're killing two babies or yeah. you know or you're killing a shed antler buck. I'm like, well, if you shed his yeah. antlers already, that's his fault. So. Yeah. Should have held on longer. Yep. He just looked like a... He's a doe deer. Mm-hmm. But, like, dude, you can see those spots from quite yeah. a ways away. And, obviously, he's going to look like a buck, too. I mean, yeah, to a point. he's still going to act like a buck. Still, they still look a little different. They still... Like, if you look at a buck and a doe with or without antlers, it's like... Unless it's a... Unless it's a young, you, uh, young, yeah. young buck. I'd say after two years old, you should be able to tell if it's a buck. Kind of. I would yeah. think. Unless you're just super excited and you shoot it. But it's like... You know, then again, it's like, okay, accidents happen. It is what it is. It's, it's legal. I mean, I, it is legal. I have I have shot uh, shot antler buck before. I shot one one too. I did it shotgun season actually one year. Oh, so second season. And uh, I shot one too, but it was like dead. Already. That was a muzzleloader, and that one was dead. That was yeah. basically dead. I mean, couldn't it, eat any of the meat on it. No, it he nasty. was he was wounded. Yeah, he was very wounded. Mine was also wounded. Mm-hmm. He had a shoulder uh, broadhead to the shoulder. Yep, and. uh Mine had a broad head in its neck, didn't it? And it's in like, the neck or in the spine area? I, I think remember. it was like the base of the neck, but it, it was like in the spine area. Yeah, like, like 
high up. Like right above the shoulder, neck area. Yeah. Maybe. But I it, was I, it was somewhere there. You could feel his vertebrae and everything. Like he's every so vertebrae. bony. He's in his deathbed. Oh, yeah. I'm then he pretty sure he would never have got up. Just, yeah. If you didn't walk by, I'm pretty sure he would have been dead there. <clears throat> mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, for sure. The one I shot, I was pushing this spot and I uh, got up on top of the hill and there's a doe standing in the CRP. I'm like, oh, yeah. And I hit it and it ran off. I'm like, that was a good hit. Walk up there, found it. I'm like, that's a big doe. I dragged it out from the all the trees that it died in, the thick spot, into like the edge of the CRP. And I like was looking at it. I'm like, oh, shit. That has holes in its head <laughs> from the antlers. Like, oh, man. And they were, I mean, it was big. Everything. He would have he been a big mm-hmm. set antler block. But. Was it, uh, was it, was he usable, though? Are you, did yeah. you him? Yeah. Nope. Okay. He was fine. Okay. He good. just... Uh, he just shed early. Yeah, he was just through a lot of stress. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. But yeah, no, so it does happen, but I still like Lacey's and Dohan, man. It's oh, yeah. it's so fun. It gets you out and gives you enjoying it more and gives you a good opportunity to fill the freezer, you know? Absolutely. Um, so I do really like it. Some people don't like it because, yeah, like you said, the shooting a doe and you're taking out whatever it's carrying, but wouldn't you doing that already if you shot early before they like say you shot it in october right during bow season didn't you already take out what could have been yeah absolutely right so i don't really look at it like that yeah I, there was that one time a couple yeah. years ago during late muzzleloader season i Butchers shot are a, cleaning the deer you know, and, shot yep. that i shot that though and it was carrying twins yep and i felt kind of bad weird about that because like Gutted it and saw the embryos. I'm like, whoa. Yeah, you, you feel weird about it. But feel weird about it. If you would have shot it in October, that's just she wasn't pregnant yet, but she yeah. was going to be. She was going to be, and you still, I still prevented those right. babies from yeah. being deer. Yeah. So, yeah, that's the way I look at it, and I don't think it's anything bad. And then that late um, January rifle season, that was fun. Yeah. It's a lot I, busier I never than asked I you about that. How'd that go? It was good. I went out with my buddy Brian. And it was a good time. It was fun with him. I was and struggling from a parasite. Yeah, pretty sure we're dying. But it was fun. It was like, I'll probably do it again next year. Yeah. But it was a lot busier than I thought. I did not think there would be that many people out. I heard almost all the tags got bought up. Uh, yeah, when I went there, I went and bought my tag the day it opened. And in the county that we doe hunt a lot, mm-hmm. there was only like fucking... 90 something left yeah that's insane because they usually have at the end of the year like a thousand or five six eight hundred or whatever i think last year there last year in late muzzleloader when we bought our tags there was like yeah probably close to a thousand yeah i thought there was like a thousand or something but i could Mm -hmm. be wrong but but yeah i went there this year during that because okay when we bought them this year there was more dough there was less dough tags than there was last year oh yeah but there's still when we bought our late season dough tags they were there was still four or five hundred left, I think, when maybe six hundred right around there. Yeah, when we bought yeah, ours, I think so. Yeah, then I went back a couple weeks later, and there's like ninety left. Like, jeez. But yeah, so it was a good, it was a program that worked. I guess the DNR yeah. wanted to sell more tags and get more deer off the landscape because that's the thing with when people look at that and they're like, well, I don't want any more deer being shot because we're I want to grow the population. The DNR. They just want to sell tags and lessen the population and this, that, and the other. They have the, all their little conspiracy theories about the DNR. And 
my thought is if we don't, as hunters, if we don't go and hunt these deer, then the state is just going to hire uh, a shooter. They're going to hire a, our worst, a marksman, a our government worst, marksman. We'll have something come through and wipe out the population. Yeah. You know? Either God will take care of it or the government yep. will come take care of it. But okay, so in my opinion, I would rather go out and hunt. For one, I love hunting. For two, it's yeah, it's fun. For three, it's like if we don't do our part as hunters and sh- basically show the state in, in the DNR that we are trying do, to we're trying we're part. doing our part and they set up they allocate the tags for a reason so if we're not doing our job and keeping the populations under control then they're gonna hire a marksman they're gonna hire a marksman to come out here and shoot these deer over corn piles out of season just to get the numbers down mm-hmm. and guess what the deer goes to waste and we're losing money as a state to pay for it and rather than making money and having that money go back into conservation to keep a healthy population of deer to keep it going forward and have public land and all these other things that we have. We wouldn't have those cons- that conservation money if we weren't buying the tags and filling them and doing our part. I want to say, I don't quote me on this, but I want to say they hired like what you were saying, sharpshooters for over by pilot knob area, Iowa. Do you know where that's at? Uh, they've done it a few times that I know of. Yeah. No, I don't really know where that's at, but yeah, I know they've done um, it before. Over by Forest City, I I want to I don't quote me on it, but I think I've heard that before because they had so many of them in the state park where no one can ever hunt. Oh yeah, and I think that one time they opened up the season for that just that area for antlerless. Mm-hmm. That's another thing I want to do next year. I really want to do that. Um, that uh, city hunt. Yes, that city hunt. That yeah. city archery hunt because you can't. You're hunting within sea limits. Right. So I really want to do that. I would like sometime. to do it too. But at the same time, like, I have so many goals right now for, like, where I want to hunt. Yeah. Like, I don't know if I have enough. I don't know if I'll, I don't want to be too spread out where I don't know where the fuck everything is at, you know? Well, if we're not able to go out out of state this year, besides on our prairie dog hunt with Scotty. Right. Um, if we don't, if we just do that, then we'd have the time, I think. Well, my Maybe. my thing is, like, hunting over here. Hunting oh. home and then hunting way over here again. Like yeah. I don't want to be so spread out that I don't know what the heck's going on. Well, I don't have I don't have any cell cams. You know, it, if yeah. I had cell cams, that would be better for me, I guess, right. to kind of like okay, this is kind of dead spot. Let's let's try this spot. Yeah, but the city hunt is it starts earlier. Yeah, I think it starts in September. Because well, like, the first year with that city hunt, the first year is. You can't shoot a buck, right? So well, uh, yeah, you can. You have to shoot three does within that first year, and then the next year you can get a buck tag for it for the city. So I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. It'd be good to get extra does like that too. Well, it's the same thing. It's, it's like just... if we're not doing our part as hunters, when the DNR puts out their the tag allocations and yeah. puts out these special these special hunts like that, if we're not doing our part as hunters to take to actually have a noticeable change in the population because okay i don't care what anyone says the dnr does not want no deer right they want deer mm-hmm. because it's a huge they want a hot they want they a want a healthy, healthy population, population. Yep. in those areas that we were hunting in this year was extraordinarily doe heavy how many does did we see that one a night fucking lot yeah a to fucking how many lot. bucks we've seen 
Yeah, no, well, I think we we've seen three, three in four. one field. Yeah. But the, all the the other 100 does we've seen, no bucks. Yeah. It's insane. Like, it was very, very doe heavy. So it's like, I totally understand why the DNR is like, dude, we need to shoot some more does. Because we want to keep a healthy population. They have biologists and shit looking at this. It's like, this ain't healthy. Like, right. the does, the too many does, not enough bucks. The bucks are fucking running rampant, getting stressed out. This, that, and the other. Shedding their antlers. Shedding their antlers early. Getting shot Found in late one. season. We did find one. That's pretty badass. That was mini, mini monster. Yeah, he's a mini monster. He's a six-point side. Yeah. Right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Fucking nuts. We measure out? I 51 just inches. trying to think, of, think. I can't remember. I thought he said it was 51. Or 56 or something. 56. It would have scored in the one thir- high 130s. I can't remember. Yeah. I really can't remember right now. I can't either. I probably texted you, so I could probably. But as a young deer, yeah. It, I mean, that, that antler is probably maybe he's two years old. Yeah, probably. If you're without seeing his body, it's like right. the antlers are so spindly and no, can, not yeah. not very much mass at all on yep. him on the tines. No, he's nothing. just very much stick figure. You know, like I don't know how to explain it. Pencils, yeah. Pencils coming out of the main beam. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. But it's cool. He does fucking badass. I'm dude. pretty sure he's. He's bright. Mm. I've shot a lot of two year two year old deer. <laughs> Pretty I, sure he's two. <laughs> I know I know what the racks look like. All right? I know what they look like. Yeah. All you big big buck hunters out there. <laughs> I get you say like, yeah, that's a two year old, but do you really know what a two year old right. shed looks like? Until you can say that you 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 have like, you know, all of your deer under your belt that are two years. <laughs> yeah. How many times have you really wrapped your hands around a nice two year old buck? You know? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, something about shooting small white tails, man. I love it. (laughs) Probably not. That's why you commented on Kurt's thing. He said, Kuzier, my dream hunt. Smaller the better. (laughs) Something about small white tails, man. I love them. (laughs) It's a joke, but at the same time, it's kind of true, too. I mean, I get excited. I'm I'm a lot like Kurt in that way. Not that Kurt shoots small deer. I'm just saying. Because he doesn't. No, he doesn't. Definitely doesn't. But he said before, he's like, he gets excited, and when that deer gets excited, he's going for it. Yeah. Like that, he um, shoot last shot. year he shot that that one deer that he said was it wasn't a monster. It was a surprise buck. Yeah, he, yep. he he's like he's seen horns. They got him excited, and he's like, "Fuck yeah, I see horns." Mm-hmm. You know, that's I like that a lot. He's jacked about it. Yep. You know, it was a good good deer, and it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, you know, you're not going to go out there and shoot a booner every year. It's all unless some people are, but yep. it's one of those things where it's like, man. My brother. She would, yeah, she would gets you excited, you know. Yep. Be proud of it. Don't be one of those fucking losers that's like, he ain't the biggest buck in the world, or he ain't my biggest, or he ain't he ain't no booner. But I was hungry. It's like, yeah, bitch. If you're hungry, shoot a doe. Yep. If you're hungry, that, shoot something else. Yeah, but, that goes back to that guy that I I yeah. ran into this year. You know, he two years last year. He told me he's like. Because well, I shot at one, of course, you know, I'm really good at missing, so I missed. Yep. And uh, I told the guy about it because he, he hunts down there, and, you know, I like to be friendly with people that I hunt around. And I told him about this deer that I shot at. I'm like, oh, man, it's a big deer. It had to have been, I was guessing that he had to have been around 150, maybe 160. Yep. But he was telling me that, well, the one side of the antler is all goofy. And I only... I got excited. I seen antlers. I'm like, well, okay, I'm shooting it, you know. So 
No, I missed, but he ended up telling me, he was like, oh, that deer actually, it looks nice on the one side, but the other side it needs another year. He's really, he'd only score maybe 130s. I'm like, yeah. what? You know, the one side looks huge. And again, I don't know. You know, Well, if the one side is huge and the other side is like basically a spike with similar That's basically it. what it was, is a spike with junk. Yeah. So then, yeah, probably would. But, uh. So I I told told him about it and he's like yeah, that deer needs another year. I'm like okay. I would have been happy with him. And it looked really cool from what I seen and uh, this year we go out there. He shoots a small eight pointer. I went down there helped him load it in his in a side by side. I'm like oh nice deer man you know that's great awesome. But it, in the back of my head he's like you told me to pass on a deer that I would have been happy with that is a lot bigger than this little eight. I mean, th- this thing would have, he's small. I mean, yeah. Small. He's small. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that that's the whole other aspect of that thing where if you're going to judge another hunter by what he kills and say, you know, oh, that buck needed another you year. Better, or, oh yeah, I passed that buck, you know, four or five that's times. That's what he this. told me. He passed that buck how many times this year? Yeah, exactly. So if you're going to be that guy where you're saying, I pass that buck. That buck needs another year. If you're going to say that to someone else, then you sure as fuck better be holding yourself to that same standard that you're holding other people to. Absolutely. If you're not holding yourself to that same standard, then fuck you. Yep. Like, that's crazy. Yep. That's insane. And, I mean, I was obviously real nice, and I helped him mm-hmm. load it up in his truck. And I, because I, I w- he was walking out to his side-by-side, not truck, but he's walking out to his side-by-side when I seen him. And I walk out talk to him and I say, Hey, cause I heard him shoot. I'm like, you get the big one. He goes, ah, I just shot a, shot a nice buck. I'm like, okay. I'm like, Hey, do you want help? You know? And he's older. He's my dad's age. Probably maybe mm-hmm. not quite that old, but so he, he at first he's like, no, I'm fine. And then a little bit later he's like, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll use your help. So I went down there and helped him load it up. And, and I didn't say like, Oh, what the heck are you shooting this thing for? You know? But it's yeah. just one of those things where it's like, you told me last year. And now you're doing this. Yeah. And I don't know. It's just hold yourself to the same standard. If you're gonna right. if you're gonna make if you're gonna push standards on someone else, hold yourself to the same standard. You're still an asshole. Right. But at least hold yourself to the same standard. Otherwise you're just a, a yep. huge fucking and asshole. I get it. It was my first year last year hunting that property and you know, he's hunted it his whole life probably, you know. And doesn't like people coming in and hunting the same area. I, I get it, but don't be a dick to me because I got proper, or I got yeah. permission at this place, you know? Well, doesn't he hunt the crossbow and stuff too during, yeah. Yep. Which that's fine. That's one thing. Yep. I got a funny story about crossbows. So I'm at work. We're watching, is is so, so we're watching the Sportsman's <laughs> told channel. Me this. <laughs> so we're watching the Sportsman's channel and, uh, and a guy is on there and he's hunting with a crossbow. And Grant, so this guy, he is on the show. He's got a show on Sports and Channel. He's on the, I can't remember what it's called, but he's on on there and he shoots at a deer and misses. He's like, boo, that's what it's hunting, you know, it is. I get it. He misses. Same guy, a little bit later, hunting the crossbow again. Another deer comes out, shoots, and he fucking misses again. It's like, holy shit, dude. And he's like, blah, 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 blah. He ends up not even shooting a deer. But during that whole time, me and uh, another coworker, like, mildly talking shit. You know, yep. about him hunting with a crossbow. And it's like, I, don't He's get me wrong. Broken. I don't, I don't mind 
anyone that hunts the crossbow. It is what it is. If it's legal, go for it. Enjoy yeah. your time. Yeah. But he's he has a little hunting show. Oh, the crossbow. We're talking a little shit, having fun. And, uh, you know, my other, my boss, he doesn't hunt and he doesn't really understand all that. So we were talking about it and, um, you know, so he's, call he's, him, call he's him, not cool. No, he's, he's fine. But, um, <laughs> you know, we were talking about it and we're like, yeah, you know, fucking shooting the crossbow in Iowa. We were explaining to him like how in Iowa, if you're going to hunt with the crossbow, you, you have to be disabled or have yeah. a reason to be using one. If you can use a vertical bow, you have to use a vertical bow during archery, archery season. And he under, like, we were telling him, like, yeah, you have to be disabled, you know, have a disability. Yep. You have to have a disability in order to hunt the crossbow. So then like a couple days later, sports channels on again, another guy's on there hunting with the crossbow. And he's like, Oh, Hey, that guy's hunting with the crossbow. And we're like, Oh yeah. He's like, so that means he's like retarded. <laughs> and we're like, Oh my God. <laughs> Like, no, dude. It doesn't mean he's doesn't mean he's retarded. It, it That's means, a harsh word. <laughs> he's hunting in a state that allows crossbows, but in the state of Iowa, you have, you, you have to be retarded. You have to be disabled. <laughs> so he took you have to be disabled to like, have a disability as retarded. <laughs> it's like no. Yeah. That shit was so funny. So now it's like whenever we see someone on t- on, on TV that is hunting the cross, we're like, oh yeah, hey, that dude's retarded. <laughs> that guy's retarded. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, this is a funny little story. Right. It's obviously not true. It's just, it's just you know, how he processed how, how he processed that conversation earlier was just hilarious. Yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's so funny. It's it's funny talking hunting with non hunters. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you know it, it can get funny, right? Yeah, you know. that's the thing too. Like he doesn't hunt, but he loves it. Like, he totally respects it. Like we watch sports and he he is a huge supporter of it. He just doesn't do it himself. Mm-hmm. He's kind of a he's an introvert guy. He's kind of a you know he's a computer guy and he likes to hang out at home and that's it. Yep. He's kind of a hermit there. You yep. know? He's a little hermit vibe, but he loves deer and he loves he loves the thought of hunting. He just has never done it. But um, so he always asks. He's like, "When are you guys gonna shoot me a deer?" So I think Jim actually, uh, my cohort, he actually ended up giving him a bunch of deer meat, a bunch of sticks and stuff, or give him a bunch of meat to go get processed. That's nice. We get sticks so. It's kind of one of those things where it's like, it's nice having a boss that is really supportive like that. And if you get to pay him back a little bit, then it's, yeah. like, it's a little easier asking for time off to go do it, you know? He, he, let, so, he lets you watch videos at work. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, he likes the sports news channel. It's either Fox News or the sports news channel. So Doesn't sound like a bad job to me. No. No, no it's not. It's a good job. Good. I wish I could watch videos. I'd just go end up in the ditch or something. Yeah, see, so you can, dude. You just have to... Multitask. <laughs> <laughs> then when you get in a car accident, then FedEx will be like, Matt, why are you watching fuck, a video? <laughs> are you retarded? Are you hunting with a crossbow? Like, so <laughs> I work with a guy. And oh, I, are you going to tell I, the story? I, I could probably say this because none of the guys I work with will probably ever listen to so this. I forward it to him. Well, Matt. Chris, Chris will probably... I could see Chris maybe yeah. listening to it just because, you know, Chris is cool and he likes guns and shit. So. And we're buddies. And he was in the military. So, I mean, this podcast is probably right up his alley. But uh, he'd be okay with it because he's the one that told me. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, this guy that I work with, he's uh, he's kind of a nerdy guy. Real nice guy, though. Real nice guy. Um, kind of nerdy. Um, he got in a car accident. And we're always um, filmed. Like, we have right. a camera on us at all times. Yep. For our safety. Yeah, make sure you're not, like, 
jerking off while you're driving or right yeah because that's like, i mean like safety issue i don't mean literally with I, don't mean, guys. I, don't mean, I don't mean literally like masturbating but like fucking off fucking messing off. off yeah messing around yeah. jerking off to you i guess yeah. you probably don't want to be pants around your ankles while you're driving <laughs> especially oh, i gotta get to this next customer here <laughs> let me wrap up here real quick <laughs> so anyway this guy was listening to an audio book of like the books that my wife reads the ro- a romance novel like the sexy sexy romance novels like it was a heated topic of the book that was, was like getting read 50, 50 degrees shades of gray shit i'm guessing because it was talking about um what was going on in the moment of uh intercourse what was it I didn't hear it myself, oh. but I was told this. A I, sex I, book? It was a sex book, and I'm pretty <laughs> sure there was uh, talk of him entering or whatever to this, this, the this girl that reading the book. Entering her cervix? Yes. Nice. And so he got in a car accident, and it's all recorded. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, so <laughs> he, uh, my boss said, he's like, hey, if you guys want to watch this video, you can't. Boss, my boss never said what was going on and we're just like ah, no, we don't need to whatever you know we understand what happened we're happy that he's safe you know he got sideswiped by a semi yeah could have so been bad it could have been bad i mean he's lucky he, if he would have been over a couple more inches it probably been would have been a bad deal but that being said my boss said remember guys if you are gonna listen to something just know if anything ever happens we will be able to hear it. <laughs> and I remember him saying that. I'm just like, you know, it didn't really make sense so to me, I guess, not knowing the situation until I found out what the situation was. Yeah. Oh, so, hell yeah. Did you guys roast him? Um, there's a few little jabs, but nothing crazy because, you know, we felt bad for the poor guy. Dude, I roasted him so bad. Imagine if we did. His dad did. That on, happened. His dad did on the group text the other day. It was pretty funny. Nice, but not saying him. You know, it was just kind of like a sly meme that got sent. And it was pretty funny. Imagine if you did something like that when we were working on the wind turbines with Mitch. Yep. Imagine if something like that happened to you. Mitch would never let you live it down. No. Nor would I. No. But Mitch really wouldn't. Let you live no. It down. <laughs> He'd find a way to bring that up in every conversation. Yeah, it's just like me dumping oil on his hat. Oh, yeah. That was funny. That was great. That was a good time. <laughs> Dude, when we all... Ricky move. Ricky move. <laughs> <laughs> when we all worked together on the winter blast. runs, that was insane. That yeah, was awesome. That was ridiculous. You got to get mentioned here. Yeah, someday. I know. I told him to come on sometime. Yeah. He'd be, he'd be a fun one to talk to. Oh, yeah. Mitch is fucking wild. He, <laughs> his humor... I love it. Yeah, he's a wild dude. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I guess we covered sex and <laughs> driving, so that's good. So now I know what I do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I don't know. I guess that's really about it. I did. Oh, I, I I did. I haven't talked about this yet, but I did shoot a deer during late rifle. Oh, you did. I did. Awesome. did I even tell you. I, I don't think so. No, I think I told you. I no, guess I, I've been waiting. But so you, I don't, did, you don't write, yeah. and you don't call it anymore. So. I shot. I did shoot a doe. It was the last, last, um, when I say last minute, 
the last, last light. I mean, like, dude, I'm telling you right now. Okay, so the last couple seconds of the last light, the yeah, last minute. I mean, dude, I'm telling you right now is ridiculous. So late rifle in Iowa, you're allowed to use center fires on for the remaining antlerless tags that are available in certain counties, right? And um, went out with Brian, like I was saying earlier, and we were just kind of, kind of having a tough time. First day, we got it was warm. It was really warm for January. For yeah, is pretty stupid and there's a lot of people out like we were pounding public more there's than a lot Muslim. of people yeah a lot more a lot of mennonites yeah yeah that's interesting it's actually surprising yeah a lot of mennonites were out there just shooting deer but um every spot that we wanted to go sit on the last day last evening was taken we're like fuck so and when I say take it, they weren't like in our exact spot per se, but the but you parking don't want to you don't want to go in yeah. when someone else is already out right. There. And th- there's one there's respect. one vehicle in the spot that we wanted to go to, so we pulled up there, and a girl was walking back with orange on, and was she hot? T- she's a Mennonite, and she's like a teenager, so not going <laughs> go there. on, not going there. But um, so I talked to her, and I was like, hey, yes. so do you guys do you have people out here and stuff? She's like, yeah, we know we got. My dad's over there, and then another guy over there. And when she's where she's pointing were the two general directions that we were wanting to go. It's like, well, fuck, okay. So we'll just back out. So we just backed out. And then we went to this other spot. There's another vehicle there. We're like, fuck, we don't want to go tromp it in. No, we're getting ready to go set up for the last evening. Right. So like, when it gets good, you know, we're just before that. So like, you know, sundown was like, I think it was like five. 15 or something like that right 5 30 around there and um so we didn't want to go tromping in when people were already there and fuck up their <laughs> hunt so we just threw it through caution the winter like mulligan we're going to this random fucking piece of ihap that we've hunted before okay that one and, the yep, one yeah yeah yep so we go out there and I'm telling you, like, because we had to drive another 10 minutes. So I wanted now to getting, sit out there at night yeah. during muzzleloader. Dude, we should have been sitting there. Yeah. There's so many deer out there. The first year, there's so many tra- tracks going yeah. through there. It is ridiculous. There's, there's a bunch of deer on the private next to the yep. IHAP. So IHAP is the Iowa Habitat Access Program. It's yeah. like it's like walking access. Walking access. It's, it's private land that the landowners decided to enroll for public access to hunting. Right, they didn't sell their land for public to be public land, but it's public land in the fact that it's they're contracted with the state, yep. and they get they're I, just I really get, cool landowners. Yeah, they're really cool landowners. I think they get a tax break at the end of it or something like that is what it is. Something probably. <coughs> but um, God, I need to drink some beer. So we run over this IHAP, and we look at the field. There's a bunch of deer on the private right next to the IHAP. So I'm like, oh, maybe they'll work their way in. And there's one deer on the IHAP in the cut cornfield on the IHAP. I'm like, I'm going to go shoot that deer. So I jump out. And before I jump out, I'm looking. I'm like, we we have seven minutes. Oh, man. Seven minutes before end of shooting light. So I set a timer on my phone. Or I set the alar- an alarm on my phone for the last last light. Mm-hmm. And I just take off and I run. And I just run in this the, the direction of this deer. I'm running out there. I'm getting out there, and I'm. And, I just, and it's very hilly there, so it's like pretty hilly. You probably couldn't see running toward no, him. She couldn't. Or she, yeah, sorry. But um, so I run, I'm running out exactly right. She's on the backside of this little hill, so I'm hauling ass, and I get to the basically the base of this little hill, 
And I slow down. I start creeping and creeping and creeping. And I see her head. I'm like, fuck, okay, cool. So I get down. I start kind of crawling towards her. I get close enough. I'm like, all right, here we go. I get pulled up on her. She's just like, look, just looking around. I'm like, okay, cool. I'm like, I shoot. And she, she was not too far. Like, not very, probably a little over 100 yards. So I hold on her, shoot. And then she runs off. And I'm like, okay, fuck. So I load on her round. And I was expecting it. This is my first time shooting a deer with this. Is a 6.5 Creedmoor. Mm-hmm. So I thought <clears throat> maybe I hit her. It felt pretty good. But then I was thinking, like, fuck, I have a 200 yard zero on this rifle. So maybe I, maybe it went over her back. Nope. But she took off running, and then she ran in this tall grass, and I saw her bed down. I'm like, oh, maybe I did hit her. So I needed to pursue. And I, mind you, I had seven minutes from when I had left the truck. So I haul ass straight to that grass bed, area yeah. where she bedded down, and I get pretty close, and she pops up. So she pops up and starts running away. And mind you, I don't know for sure if I hit her or not because yep. it's getting pretty dark. And she pops up and she starts like kind of bound, like trotting away from me. And I hold on her, and I fucking squeeze another one off, and she just drops. I'm like, hell yeah. I walk up to her, and this is a, this is a small doe, I'll be honest. It's a pretty small doe, but it is what it's it an is. Extra, it's a doe it's out an extra, of you know, $15 tag, another doe out of the, like we were talking about earlier. You know, so it is what it is. And I'm like, okay, whatever. I'm, like, I'm looking, I'm like, where did I hit her? And her head was kind of folded up underneath her. I'm looking, looking around, I'm like, man, I guess I didn't. I, don't, I didn't see an initial shot, and she was still kind of kicking a little bit, so I, mm-hmm. I gave her time. I almost put another shot into her, but as I pulled up on her to put another kill shot on her, um, she ended up stopped moving, so I poked her with the barrel, and she's dead. So I'm like, okay, cool. There she is. Dude, I'm telling you right now, that 6.5 did its job. Like, knee hit her. It is, it is a good round. It's a good, really solid deer-sized round, like caliber for, yeah, you know. But when she's running away, I guess I hit her in the head. Oh. And I, you know, I don't go for headshots. Like, right. It's not a thing that you do. It's not right to do. But I thought maybe I hit this deer already. Maybe I hit her a little back. Yeah. But she's still alive. So I took another shot at her. And yes, she was running away from me and trotting away from me. Not ideal, but not you, ideal. you thought you hit her. So I thought maybe I hit her. But either way, it's like I need to do that. Mm-hmm. I need to keep pursuing, right? But. Okay, let me back up real quick. So at that last shot when she's running away, after I squeezed it off and dropped, I'm like, hell yeah, my phone went off. Oh. So I'm telling you right now, like I shot that deer, maybe 30 seconds later, my phone went off in his last light. I'm like, oh, fuck. That's close. That's close. That's as close as I ever came to, you know, in that situation. It's crazy. But, um. Your, your big, big doe, that one year the muzzler had that was pretty, pretty close damn too. close too. I was sitting, sitting there watching the Ooh. timer, watching you pull up on it i'm like shoot it shoot it. you're gonna run out of time yep watching the time i should say not timer. Yeah. i didn't have a timer i wasn't smart like that yep but yeah so i shot the deer and i, I ended up hitting her in the head and it well, she's dead well yeah pretty quick yeah really quick but yeah so I, yeah i ended up shooting a doe you never hit her the second time then or the first time i no i didn't oh so i missed must so have, that sucks must have went right over i had to have and i you know yeah it's 200 yard zero and she was what a hundred also Mind you, when I say I was running, I'm I was sprinting. So this was uh this was basically a stress shoot. Like yep. in the army we did stress shoots a lot where you would run, you know, a few hundred yards and then kind of like the try to games. Shoot. Yeah. Olympics, yeah, right. I, so my I, heart was racing, I was breathing heavy. So a lot you know, a lot could have happened, you know. But uh 
I was kind of mad that I missed, but it is what it is. And I ended up getting her. But, I yeah, know that was a good. That was a good hunt. I'll probably do it again. But it's one of those things where it's like that late in the season, you either need really, really cold temperatures to get them out. Yep. Or you need your own private land yep. to do it on. But it was fun. I do plan on doing it again. I'm looking forward to doing it next year now that I have a rifle. So, Yeah, you just bought a 7 mag, didn't you? Yes, I did. I love it. What'd you get? I got a <clears throat> uh, Remington. I got a Browning X-Bolt yeah. uh, Hunter. Yep. That's the wood grain model. Yep. Right? Yep. She is a beaut. How much was it? It's expensive. It was, uh, I think those are pretty no, fairly priced. I'm cheap. I'm broke and no. poor. So cheap, was, broke and poor. <laughs> yep. All of the above. <laughs> all of them. All right. <laughs> but, uh, no, I, I, uh, it, it's, it's a thousand dollar gun. Is it? Yep. Okay. I paid, I think after tax, I think it was a thousand, just over a thousand. Yeah. Those are sixty. I think yeah. I'm not real sure. I've never shot one, but I've heard really good things about them. Like, I've heard that they're just those X bolts are really hard to beat in that price range. Yeah, I when so. I, I, mean, I, I asked you and I asked Landon, and both of you guys said those are perfect guns. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, for a um, factory gun, that's a damn good shooting yep. gun. So yeah, well, I've heard really. really and I've good always liked Browning. Them. I mean, I, I have a tattoo of it. So you do. I've heard really good things about the X bolt. Heard really, really good things about the Bergara B14. Yep. But the Bergara B14 is a little bit more expensive. Yep. I think they're like fifteen hundred ish dollars for like the base models. Yeah, Landon pointed me in that direction at first too. He he yeah. act, that was his first recommendation. And they're, uh, yeah, they're probably around twelve to the yeah, twelve to twelve hundred. Right, yep. Yeah. The Bergara B fourteen crest squared, that new gun, that looks fucking badass. It's a carbon carbon fiber stock, and I think they have one in a carbon fiber barrel, but I could be wrong. I think they do. That gun looks fucking bad, but that's a two thousand dollar gun. Yeah, but it's a but for a carbon fiber gun, right. like you're talking two grands. That's 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 really that's a nice nice price. Yep, Brigaro is badass. They they make a really good. They start out as a barrel company. They make a really good, really good, really really good barrels. My I have a CVA Wolf, mm-hmm. the muzzleloader. Yep, that's Brigaro barrel. Okay, but I mean CVA and Brigaro, they're Owned by the same company, okay. so it's BPI. BPI Outdoors is the company that owns CVA, Quake Slings, Bergara, Power Belt. The Power Belt bullets that we shoot out of our muzzlers that's owned by BPI also. So they're all gotcha. in the same company. But uh, man, Bergara is pretty hard to beat too. Yeah, but they're a little bit more expensive yeah. than a yep. Browning X Bolt. The X Bolt Hunter. <laughs> there are uh, there's a bunch of different types of X. Oh, there's a lot. I thought there. I thought. The X bolt was just one gun when I was yeah. first initially talking to you, and I, you're like, when I asked uh, the the guy that I got my gun from, the uh, FFL dealer. Yep. Right. Okay. So I, I, when I asked him, you're like, so what? What kind is it? And I'm like, oh, I guess I didn't like say what kind, and he just already gave me two that he can get now, you know. Mm-hmm. And I read them off to you, and we talked about them, and. Went back and forth in my head quite a bit and then decided on what you said would be yep. best in, which was going towards what I wanted too because I, I really like Woodstock grain, man. I was just going to say, like, I was looking at them too and when we were talking about it, and I'm like, man, you should probably just go with the Hunter because that wood grain looks nice. And I know you like, you're really into that stuff. Yep. And I am too. I think wood grain. 
I love it's my the, A5, man. It's the best looking. It's just like the rifleman's rifle. Like that's yeah. what it looks like. That's badass. Um, so I was like, man, we should probably just get the hunter. And also, your son's name is Hunter. Yep. So I'm like, come on. Yep. Like, when it, when you on. said that, I was like, sold. Yeah. Yep. You kind of have to buy it at that point. Yep. I'll give it to my my oldest. Yep. When he's, you know, six. Seven. Yeah, whenever, 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 done with it. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, my middle child, Bo, he'll get my bow mm-hmm. or get a bow. I'll probably buy him a new one because yeah. bows go out of style pretty fast yep. or out of style. You know what yep. I mean? And Gage is going to get a shotgun. And then Gage is going to get my old shotgun, my A5 probably. Mm-hmm. So and then your daughter is. She's just going to get my mounts. She's fucked. <laughs> she's fucked. Yeah, she she's she gets, gonna she's gonna get whatever the fuck she wants. That's right. I was gonna say, she's gonna get spoiled. Girl <laughs> yep. life. That's what she's gonna get. So. Probably, man. Probably. Yeah. I've always wanted a girl, so I'm very excited yeah, yeah. about that. That's awesome, man. So well, I, was, I, I was jealous a, about you. Yeah. You having Charlie? One one girl. Yeah. Well, I was always jealous that you had a girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just had three boys. God yeah. damn it! I can't do anything right. <laughs> <laughs> I've always wanted a boy, but. I, I've always just been like, you know, whatever comes out, comes out. Yep. I'll be happy with it. Yep. That's but how I That's was. how you were too. But then we just got three boys in a row and you're like, okay, God, yeah. please give me a girl. If you don't give me a well, girl, whether you give me a girl or not, we're done here. Yeah. We're yep, done. I'm not going to have seven kids and finally get a girl. It's just not going to happen. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> there was a part that I thought too that I'm like, uh, do I want a girl now? I already have three boys. I get another boy, it'd be so much freaking easier. Yeah. But been. at the same time, you know, I got the girl. I'm like, oh, she's not going to date until she's out of the house. Oh, not. She, I won't let her until she's like 30. Even then, yeah, she's probably, it's probably just never going to happen. <laughs> probably not. Boys are all scare, yeah, scare off, scare them off. Fucking I say. gnarly. But, but yeah. All right. Well, I think that pretty much sums it up. Let's go ahead and cut it. Sounds good, man. All right. Hard out. See you guys later. Awesome. I'm just joking. Um, Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> did you want to shout out some stuff? Because you you also, do you want to talk about the animal stuff? Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. I mean. Is something you want? Okay. Sure. Because you just do it on the side. Yeah, I do it on the side. I, I do tax me on the side. Um, yeah. I, I enjoy it. I went to school for it. Um, absolutely love it. Just uh, not a whole lot of time with my family and my job and to do it full-time right now. I mean, it's been a dream to do it full-time someday, but we're not quite there yet. It'd be fucking awesome to do it full-time, but to make that leap is hard. And then also to take on more clients right now is also hard because you're working a full-time job and you have a big family and everything else. But, you know, I don't know. I don't know how, if you're looking for more people, it's like, what do you want? I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say don't hit me up because I might be willing to take on some more, but you know, I also might say well, I'm kind of booked right now because I yeah. mean, right now I am. I mm-hmm. mean, you're booked I'm, up right now. Yeah, I'm finishing up last year's stuff. Yeah, so so yeah, Moon and Sun's tax tax is what yep. you call it. Moon and Sun's tax Yep, uh, and... you can find me on Instagram, uh, Moon and Sun's tax mm-hmm. It's uh, Moon and Sun's under slash tax Yeah, so. You'll find them. Yeah. But it's also, it's always nice to have a person that knows taxidermy in the back in your back pocket. So you can be like, say someone's listening. They're like, oh, hey. And they start talking to you. Then at least they can be like, hey, would you recommend this taxidermist? They send you some pictures and say, no, that dude fucking yeah, blows absolutely. dick. Because you have a different eye for it. Yep. You know, then 
us normal guys. Like I, I might look at a taxidermy mount and be like, that looks pretty good. And they're like, yeah, but his lips are all fucked up. His ears are all goofy. Like this yep. doesn't look one eye is bigger than the other. Or yeah, his, his his antler rack is leaning one way. Or yep. you know, yeah. I had a I had a guy. They put a fucking pronghorn nose and a white tail. Like what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> or hey, I heard a horror story one time about a guy doing a his, cape. Yes. Yep. They put a fucking white tail cape on his mule deer, or vice versa. Maybe it was a mule deer cape on a white tail. I heard about. I've heard stories like that, mule deer and white tails. But is his rack? It's like there's a different cape. And they're like, what the fuck, dude? Do you think I wouldn't notice? Right. The difference between a mule deer and a white tail, you fucking clown? Yeah. That's funny. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of horror stories out there. Shit shit does happen. Like like, like, like Kurt says, um, you know, good taxidermist is like a good tattoo artist. Once you get one, you just stick with him. Yeah. So. Yep, and you do great work. You've done, you did my one down there, and you're yep. going to be doing my pronghorn. You're yep. doing my white tail. So. Got everything for your pronghorn. I just need to get time to do it. So, yep. so stop slacking, and get it done. Yeah, otherwise yeah. <laughs> you're not getting paid anymore. So, yeah. yeah, I think I give you a pretty, pretty good deal. Give me a good deal, and I already paid you, so I can't take it back. Yeah. All right. Well, that's that's, that's that. it, though. All right. <laughs> Have a good one, guys. Thank you, guys. Thanks for coming, Matt. Thank you. Nice being here. that has the stories to back it a life to be proud of it's a winchester life yeah baby six eight western oh, i'll be over there baby right there tune in every tuesday at 7 p.m eastern on waypoint tv